0: Welcome to Star Trek stuff with Anne. Tell me about it. And
1: Adam.
2: Look at here. We banged two rocks together. Digi.
1: It's a small town throwdown.
2: The Grateful Dead. What, a, what an incredibly de- deceptive band. Oh no, shit. They're called the Grateful Dead, and yeah, the, yeah, lo- yeah. the logo is a skull with a lightning bolt in it. And then you're right. like, okay, cool, and you put it in, cool. You put it on, and yeah, then it's, it's- like. Sugar
0: magnolia for ten minutes. Yeah, it's fucking Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't understand it.
2: (sighs) Anyway, okay, okay. Anyway, speaking (laughs) of grandparents
0: Uh and
2: great grandparents, I don't know. I lost track. Right, her second no, it was a great
0: great grandmother. Great Great grandma. Yeah. 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 I thought about it for a long time, and I was like, great-grandmother, okay. Do you know,
2: did you know you're a
0: great-grandma? Yes. Yes, she died when I was eight, ten, somewhere around there. Um, She was like 93.
2: Oh, wow. I met one of mine once. She lived in upstate New York, and she hated the South. She came one time and was (laughs) like, fuck this bullshit, and never came back. (laughs) Good for her. Yeah, she was right. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Couldn't argue with uh, her. No, no, not really. I got to say, though, I do love the opening shot that they do so often in the 90s track, which is, you know, the, the long opening shot of the ship or the space station, you know, with like a swelling music theme. That does get me. I like that. Oh, there she is.
2: And you're looking at the ship, and you're like, you know, that is a pretty cool design. And then it goes to the front.
0: It looks like a little kid that has, like, a a missing tooth, you know?
2: See, I think it looks like a little kid with braces. Yeah. Because there's just that weird—all I can see now is that weird satellite dish across (laughs) what was supposed to be—clearly supposed to be— A blue light thingy where the sensors are, or something. Uh, I I don't know what it actually would do, but there's that oblong satellite dish across Mm -hmm. it. And I'm just like, why? It's so clunky. It looks
0: awful. It's weird.
2: Nix that thing.
0: Tapal is being poured a glass of wine, and she says, when? And like Ahab keeps pouring for like at least four seconds. (laughs) Like she's like, when? And he's like, Bloop 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 bloop. Oh okay. Oh, uh, he's a great host. What the f- yeah, he's a great host. A
2: great host. A par- he's a party guy. Nah, <laughs> nah. You, you, we're gonna we're gonna party the three of us in this tiny room. <laughs> Which, okay. So where where he sits? If you look kind of over his shoulder behind him, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that space? Because it looks like a it's shower. Like-
0: <laughs> It does. But I think it's where it I think it's like sort of like a waiter's station in a restaurant where they keep all the like, you know, cold water and like tea with, you know, melting ice in it and all the extra silverware and the, you know, cloth napkins that don't actually work. And, you know, like all yeah. that shit. OK, I, I, like I think that that's where they keep all that stuff. That's yeah. a
2: good explanation. I like that a lot. Cause I was just like, I kept staring over at his shoulder because there's this thing that looks like a showerhead, sort of, but <laughs> it's fuzzy. It's in the background, so you yeah. can't see any detail. Yeah. And I'm just looking at, is it, is that the showerhead? No, we've seen the shower. <laughs> it can't be a showerhead. And I just keep thinking it's a showerhead, just looking at it, like nope. it's a fucking showerhead, right? No, it's not. <laughs> no. How much no, alcohol do you think they were allowed to bring?
0: Oh, on the ship. Yeah. I think I think they were probably allowed like like a certain selection of liquor and then like a limited amount like a like maybe enough for a wedding party of wine. But this isn't wine. It looks like grape Kool Aid.
2: Yeah. It's all it's never really wine on the set. Except in Juno, apparently Jennifer Garner kind of got drunk after a few takes, so there's this one scene. But that's what they said on the thing, on the DVD. I just remember (laughs) seeing that forever ago. Uh, Because I was thinking, look, if they're allowed to bring a lot of brown liquor, this may explain some of Ahab's mood swings and general behavior. (laughs) Is that he's just (laughs) madmanning his way through his day.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Just walks in. All right, have a drink, <laughs> and then later he's like, "Hey, everybody, <laughs> I feel great. You, you guys, good? I'm good. Hey, let's explore some space. I'm not drunk, i drink, one."
2: So they are celebrating to
0: Paul's one year anniversary on the ship. No, of joining the crew officially. So that makes me wonder. Like, are they talking about like? I guess it can't be like when she officially, I don't know. That that bothered me though. I was like, does that mean like f- the time when she willingly was on the crew or like the time when she was like assigned there and she was like, fuck, you know? I can't I wait tr- to go.
2: I'm trying to remember. I think it was after the first uh, two parter or whatever. Yeah, after broken, yeah. broken bow. After that, she was like, "Okay, I work here now." Right, and right. So I guess it's <laughs> one year since the events of Broken Bow. I suppose. Okay, yeah,
0: I, I'm. I'll we'll go with that. We'll go with that. That sounds about right. Okay. So yeah, and and she's like, "I'm just doing my assignment." It's like she's in a group pod- project at school.
2: I I just work here. I really I just work here. Um, Look, the benefits are care. good enough. I just I don't care. Apparently, he was creepily going through her files to see where she'd been
0: before he well, met her. Don't don't forget that he's doing her annual review and he's like, "Oh, it's just a formality." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm doing the same for you of the for the Vulcan High Command." And he's like, and then she's like, "It's just a formality." <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. But yeah, she's like, he's like going through her her shit and like. He, th- It evidently records when she took a leave and where she went and shit. That's weird. It is
2: weird that it recorded where she went. Yeah. Like, I mean, if she told people when she got back, I guess maybe that would pop yeah. up somewhere. But I don't, Right, right. I, th- that
0: doesn't sit right with me either. Uh-uh. Never mind the fact that she only went to different places in the United States. That is odd. Yeah,
2: If I'm an alien on a planet, I don't have any allegiance to whatever continent I'm on. I'd be like, just as well go to anywhere in
0: Asia, anywhere in Africa. Go to the Amazon, you know, like go to Russia, see some bears, go to, you know, France, you know. I mean, yeah, why is she just, she just went to Carbon Creek, Pennsylvania, um, Yellowstone and somewhere else. I can't remember where else.
2: Oh yeah, shit! I can't remember somewhere either. else. Boring. I mean, just knowing her. Why not go to D.C. and see all the museums and right? I don't know, it seems like that would right. be more her speed. Maybe there's all the You'd science think, museums yeah. there and yeah. That, well, no, that again, maybe not because if you're not a about. scientist from an advanced civilization. If you go to a less advanced civilization's museums, they're like, Look here, we banged two rocks together. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, Wow, Wow, that's just great. great. Mm -hmm. Did you make a
0: car? She could have gone to like Egypt or someplace like that. Oh, yeah.
2: Ancient Mayan ruins. That would be way cool.
0: Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, she's like, Vulcans don't take vacations. Well, obviously. This prompts, dare I say it, an adorable smile from Florida Man.
2: (laughs) He can't do that little charming thing, can he?
0: Yeah, totally. Um, But she says it's a personal matter because why she went to Carbon Creek, which just makes them more curious. It sounds like a setup, like they're playing good cop, bad cop, to get her to tell them why she went there.
2: I didn't think of that. But now that you say it, I'm like. They're kind of playing her. I just thought it was obvious clunky writing.
0: Like, well, it is that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is that.
0: Definitely. Yeah. But she says she wanted to visit the site of first contact and their fucking facial expressions are Insane, like what? they are chewing the fucking scenery, like okay, oh, duh, well, to oh, Paul. Oh, you were like 3,000 kilometers off,
2: dumb, dumb. That's,
0: that's exactly how they
2: act. we dumb, <laughs> it's like dumb. Why'd you say that?
0: Oh my god, and then they mentioned the statue, which is a reference to something Jordy said, um, in First Contact where he tells Cochran about his statue. You told him about the statue?
2: I like that scene where Tripp says, every kid knows blah, 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 blah <laughs> <Cochran> and if Cochran in 2063. Because it sounds like anytime you bring up history to a conservative and they go like, uh-huh. everybody knows that the the country started when Christopher Columbus 1492 sailed the ocean uh-huh. blue. It's in the is is there's a statue it's just like how he's like there's a statue it's like ish in the yep. song and they said yep. in the fourth grade and that's what happened and it's like yep reality is always more complicated than whatever you get told yes. as a child come on man uh,
0: right the things you learned in kindergarten are not necessarily like reality like things aren't black and white dude
2: i bet that motherfucker still thinks the us won the space race
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows
2: that the space race was won when neil armstrong said that's one on the small step for the man and then the, the the and then he took a big old leap for mankind i i, yeah. I, I promise yep. you that's what he thinks
0: oh yeah no i know <laughs> the soviets yeah. had like
2: 50 space accomplishments before uh-huh. that
0: but okay she says that it was her great-grandmother that it was among those who made this contact. Ooh. And then that's when they hit the theme.
2: The would you like to hear the story is the easiest, but kind of not the worst layup to theme in Star Trek history.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree.
2: Do you want to know more? (laughs) Have I got a tale for you? And then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gonna find our way. Together,
2: the time to stay. So speaking of the Soviets, uh, Sputnik. Yeah. Yep. Sputnik yeah, is so this. fucking cool. Sputnik is the it best is. thing ever. It's like the size of a trash can or something. Yeah. And yeah. all it did was just send beep, beep. Just
0: transmute it. It just went beep, beep, <laughs> beep. literally all it did. That's fucking all it was for. Yeah.
2: And America lost its goddamn mind over this. Just oh my the God, utter yeah. terror yeah. that a trash can in space went beep. They just well, lost their they fucking autom- shit. Everybody
0: automatically jumped to nuclear weapons in space. Of course Americans did. They just
2: dropped yeah. two bombs for no good reason on civilians. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, shit. Someone might do something crazy with a nuke. Might do it to us.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it.
2: You love it. You love to see it. It's oh good old Cold War shit that uh, people still <laughs> fall for. <laughs> SOS Cuba, uh, <laughs> same fucking yeah. thing. All right, so but there's Sputnik. There's our there's our sweet little Soviet trash can spinning around. Uh, it's adorable. It's, it's it really is so cool. It's such a cool design. Okay, anyway, I'm it is. Sorry. It's
0: really cool. No, it's okay. Um, so aboard the beautiful earth toned Vulcan ship that is higher above the planet um in orbit uh above sputnik is there you know the shit is going south very quickly their orbit is decaying and they are fucked and it's three dudes and one woman obviously to paul's great grandmother and they have gone to there to study sputnik and so forth long story short something's wrong and they have to land um, And they sent out a distress call and they're just fucking crashing. Well,
2: well, under the circumstances, I'd say the ability to pilot this thing is irrelevant. Strap yourselves in. I really liked the interior, well, and exterior uh, design mm. of this ship. Me too. I didn't think that the exterior screamed Vulcan to me because it kind of had no. like a fighter ship sort of vibe to it. But uh, mm. I mean, I don't know anything about Vulcan ships from that era. I don't think. Right. I don't think we've ever seen them.
0: No, no. I almost reminded me of like Ferengi designs.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean in that it had an, an attacky kind of quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it sort of looks like. A Jedi starfighter, but with a whole bunch of like extra like layers on it. You mm-hmm. know, it just had that like fighter jet sort of forward momentum yeah. looking thing. I don't yeah. know. Uh, when I think of Vulcan ships, I think of like large uh, curves and you know, I don't know something. Yeah, some kind of the big circle. Yeah, big circles and spheres <laughs> and such. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this yeah. is forever ago. The interior of it, uh, straight up. That's a that's a Cardassian ship on the inside.
0: Oh, I know. That was, I, that was what I thought. I was like, that looks totally, all the color schemes and everything looked very Kardashian. Kardashian? Kardashian. <laughs> why does that always sound wrong to me?
2: Because Kardashian is the, 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 the no, I, social media the stars family. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Kardashian is, you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: Even Kardashian just doesn't sound, I don't know why it, that sounds wrong.
1: Kardashian! <laughs>
0: Kardashian! Anyway, so everybody's okay, but the captain is dead, but they don't Check that they just look at his body from like ten feet away. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's really weird. It appears he has one drop of green blood on him, therefore eh, he's dead. He's dead.
0: Yeah, it was really odd the way they did
2: that. Like they didn't they had the little scanners or whatever. They didn't even yeah. try that. They were just like they
0: didn't even like hold it did. at him or anything. Yeah, they just like assumed he was dead. It was really strange. Um, so to mirror. Who, who they don't they don't say her name until much later, but she's then in command, and all of their leather outfits must have set the costume budget back a ways.
2: They look so fucking cool,
0: but like they're wearing leather.
2: Yeah, it's so fucking cool looking. <laughs> I love this outfit. They all look like they're in a Bad Company era band. They all look <laughs> like. <laughs> That's just I, I saw them like when they're in the <laughs> woods because the next shot is them in the woods and yeah, they're yeah. all just like in uh, like these sort of white off-white shirts and then yeah. brown like multicolored but like yeah. cool Multi- stripe kind of yeah leather pants and jackets and I just was like <laughs> bad company. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but like Vulcans wearing leather. Yeah. they don't wear leather. They're not gonna wear leather. They don't. They eat, don't have eat, cows. Don't, where would they get the leather? What? It makes no sense at all. It does. It's super dumb. Help it, help it
2: she stands up at some point and, and I just hear like bad,
0: bad
1: to the bone.
0: <laughs> there's just a bass player just standing in the in the forest at all times you know yeah they look like they're about to kick ass they look like they're about to like uh,
2: shoot a music video
0: yeah yeah (laughs) and like one of them gets up and he's like and she's like i'm just going to pee oh okay (laughs) you know yeah (sighs) anyway so back at dinner or you know back to the future Which is making me hungry because they're all like they all have like plates of food that look really good. I can't even tell what they're eating, but it looks good. There's like some kind
2: of rotini pasta, some kind of short, round pasta on Archer's plate, and it reminded me of penne. It was kind of like penne, but it seemed shorter, and it reminded me of the stupidest life advice I've ever heard. Okay, lay it on me. There is a region like around Italy and Greece and stuff where uh, people tend to be longer lived. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a thing. It's a real thing. It's a documented thing and everything.
0: And, uh, oh, the Mediterranean diet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, so somebody asked the guy, somebody asked this one old guy, like, well, what do you think the secret is? And he goes, long pasta. Eat long pasta, live a long life. <laughs> you, you eat short pasta. It's it, you, no, no. That 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 won't work out well for you.
0: <laughs> and I thought that was
1: amazing. Live long and prosper.
0: Uh, they're just they're like, why is it? You know, why haven't we heard about this? You know, what are you talking about? And like, she's like, all of this is on file with the Vulcan Science Director and Space Council. And like, basically, like, go to the library, you
1: dinks. Be all you can be. Read.
0: The script clumsily again goes out of the way to remind everyone how long Vulcans live because um, and then tripp asks to Paul how old she is, and it's there is literally no reason for her to be offended by this and not just fucking answer him because she gives him this dirty look for a- asking how old she is and I'm like she's a Vulcan yep she doesn't care she's not offended by ask you ask but st- She'll just I hate Brandon Braga. I hate Brandon Braga and I hate Rick Berman. Yeah. Like, so women would be offended by how old, you know, if you asked her how old it's a, she's a falcon.
2: I bet there's an early version where she goes, I'm eighty two, or something like that, or what you know, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And then it's like, whoa. And then I bet yep. they cut that because they were like, mm, she's supposed to be like really sexy. We can't like right. make her old. Bingo. Bingo. I promise mm-hmm. you that's what they did.
0: And plus, women always get offended if you... Women just generally get offended if you ask how old they are. So. Because women are just like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Archer,
2: anyway. uh dad jokes, that's classified information.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> working hard or hardly
0: working. <laughs> <laughs> you know he asks that sometimes. It's a Monday. Um, <laughs> he fucking or more grape Kool-aid and they get back to the story
2: And now back to your regularly scheduled program.
0: The Vulcans couldn't tell if their distress call even got out because their radio was breakin- broken I'm paraphrasing here um, Then they show the Vulcan camp. Did this bother you?
2: Um, I mean it looked like a set it looked like a cheap set uh, but they only that, used that it too. for like one shot so I was just kind of like eh, right eh, eh, eh,
0: eh. they just leave their food wrappers everywhere like no. Oh, they did. Everything's hap- haphazard and dirty? No. Sitting there looking all dejected? No. It just makes me that just made me really. I was like, no. That shit is going to be clean and neat as though they never it's going to be like take only pictures, leave, on, you know, leave only memories, whatever the fuck that phrase is, because those people are not you know they are not going to leave their food wrappers laying around on the ground.
2: That's a really good point, and uh, I just was like, why would they leave this ship? Really? Like, yeah. Where is the ship in relation to this? Like, are they right next to right. it or whatever? Right, right. Because right. it would still offer cover and whatever. And yeah. You yeah. would avoid anyone spotting you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're, I mean, once they see the ship, anyway, it's like, boom, yeah, exactly. shit's over with, anyway. <laughs>
0: Jig is up. Um, Anyway, so they see some deer, and Tamir is all kind of, like, charmed by them, you know? And she's like, oh, kind of pretty." And, like, one of the dudes is like, let's eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
2: I got a lot of deer that come through my property. I have that thought a lot. Like... That thing is just made of, right like, the best there. meat ever. But I don't really want to go through the trouble of oh. the killing and the skinning and the guts and the Shh. blood and all. I'm like Agreed. Dah, 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 dah. Ew, ew, ew,
0: ew, ew. But the other Vulcan is like, no way I'm, I'm fucking eating that. And, like, the super rebel dude who wants to eat meat is Mastral. Mastral. He's a, okay. he's a rebel, Dottie a loader (laughs) he's like fuck
2: this place uh um am fuck this this town i'm i'm out of here to a horrible town (laughs) we're gonna go to this 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 coal mining company town or some shit whatever (laughs) whatever the thing is yeah yeah, i mean they called it carbon creek that's
0: right that's as as
2: bleak of a coal mining town name as i've ever heard
0: no shit like obvious ecological disaster (laughs) like it's just it's in the name you know what I mean? Like, goddamn. Um, so it's super small. There's like 600, you know, population, whatever. And, you know, it pans around the Californian, I mean, Pennsylvanian town. <laughs> um, and then they steal a shitload of clothes that perfectly fit them. Right. Right. Off a clothesline.
2: This is a thing in a lot of movies, uh, sci-fi yeah. and stuff like that. Somebody just traveled through time or whatever just happened. There's yeah. just clothes on a clothesline. Just go steal,
0: and nobody those. notices that they steal them. No, like the woman in the house doesn't run off, run it out, and be like, "Fuck off! What the fuck are you doing?" You know, like yeah.
2: I mean, if you are in a town of six hundred people, everybody knows each other, and then your clothes go missing. Off the and line. And then you see
0: two strangers walking around <laughs> with your clothes on. <laughs> Nobody goes, hey, that's my shirt. That's my dress. <laughs> that's my, dress. <laughs> my, that's my dress. one of three dresses.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one notices this. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what it was. <sighs> They do a bit where um,
0: she's like behind the curtain, yeah. and they see her silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She does put on the dress backwards, which is kind of cute. Yeah, it's kind
2: of funny for no reason. He yeah. knows that that's backwards, but you know, right. Okay, of course. sure. Uh, sure. Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, this guy just kind of seems to know. It's a, it's a little does. too convenient, but there is yeah. in that scene a thing where he kind of fucks up where. The front of his shirt is tucked in wrong, like, right? Like it's just underneath the belt and not into right. the, the pants. <laughs> and I love yeah, that I detail. Just, that's a little detail in this that good. I really liked because I was like, I was like, why does this guy know what uh, human clothing looks like? I mean, but he's got
0: his tu- his shirt tucked into his belt.
2: Yeah, the little moment yeah. overall is just kind of like, oh. <laughs>
0: You know what I mean? I just, <laughs> I I can't stand that seventh
2: heavenly, um, you know, ugh. oh sensible chuckle moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, uh, anyway, yeah. but I mean, of course, she, she's fantastic. So you know, she just kind of, of pulls it off without it being mm. big or stupid or whatever. So mm-hmm. you know, the silhouette thing is like also classic trope. Like, mm-hmm. here's the hot lady.
0: There, this is our one chance to show hot lady. Body. Yeah, so yeah,
2: here you go. Yeah.
0: I don't know, whatever. It is it is also a callback to when um Kirk and Spock had to pull clothes off of a clothesline in the, the episode where they go back to the twenties.
2: That's true. The Edith Keeler uh mm-hmm. what was the name mm-hmm. of that episode? Super famous episode. Um City on the Edge of Forever. Yeah, is, yeah. Is that, that right. it? Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he puts on a, a cap to hide his ears just like Spock does. So.
2: That's yeah. true. Yeah. They never do anything about the eyebrows. They make no attempt with the eyebrows. I
0: know. I don't. Okay, yeah, it, that anyway. Seems, I don't know. It, yeah, whatever. So, they walk into the coal mining town in California. Sorry, Pennsylvania. Uh, there's just not something I can put into words about it. It's it's like the trees don't look right. Like there's pine trees in Pennsylvania, but they don't look like that. There's something about the mountain area that just doesn't look right I, I can't explain it i can just give you like a picture of a small pennsylvania mining town and a picture of where they were and just kind of show you like look it just looks weird
2: was it an actual town where they filmed this or was it a set
0: Ooh, i don't know like did they go it just to says an, where a, it was a shitty
2: like abandoned 49er town <laughs> in in northern california somewhere or was it like yeah. uh you know a back lot at paramount
0: it was probably a backlot, but as far as I can tell from the notes, like on Memory Alpha, it just basically just says, oh, it was filmed in California. It doesn't me, really say.
2: Let me see real quick if there's something on IMDb. Mm. I
1: have that right here. Yeah,
0: scenes of the yeah. town were filmed in Crestline, California. That's all it says. Yeah, Crestline, California. On, on Memory Alpha. Valley of
2: Enchantment. They filmed some of this no. in the Valley of Enchantment, San Bernardino National Park. And then mm. uh, Waters Drive, California. That's probably mm. like the house where they were at. And I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever. But, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. yeah. They're walking around the town, just kind of looking around. And it's just the two of them. I don't know where the third guy is. I guess he's just. She like,
0: told him to stay home.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, mm. So it's the two of them, and they're walking around, looking at the town, trying to f- sort of figure out what's going on. And the cars are awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge car guy. Like I don't generally no, care much. But th- it's the antique, period correct cars. But usually, when you see these kinds of vehicles in TV shows, they're pristine. Mm-hmm. Because, right. Because because right. they get them from collectors. They rent them from these guys that uh, fix these cars up, and so they're all mm-hmm. in great shape. I love the way the cars look. They're beat up yeah. old trucks. They look yep. worn. They're in. dirty.
0: Yeah. They're rusty. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what you that's do with a truck.
2: Cool. You do work with it. Okay, so, yeah. su- suburban Atlanta. Okay, that's what trucks
0: are you for. You don't get a truck as expensive as a Mercedes, and it's a status symbol. You get them because they're work things. Ugh. I'll
2: never understand the luxury truck. Ugh.
0: Me neither. Uh, anyway. Me neither. Um. Um, so, Mistral is fascinated by a baseball game that's being played on somebody's radio, and Uh, Tamir assumes that it's combat. She just like automatically assumes that it's combat. And I'm like, honey, it's way more boring than combat. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. But he's like, no, it's an entertainment. I like the way he puts that. An entertainment. Yeah, Not entertainment. It's an entertainment. I I found an
2: entertainment. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to list that as uh, the description for this show. An entertainment. (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully. Fuck. Jesus. But
0: <laughs> it's an N entertainment. According to Memory Alpha, the song that is playing when they go into the bar was released in 2009. That's fucking awful.
2: Doesn't make sense. That- no,
0: there is no fucking reason they could have picked a song from that time. Pick some obscure-ass Appalachian musician who like did ten songs... And never was known, you know. I mean, why the fuck did they do that?
2: Wait, th- that that's is... that's not possible. The show was made in 2002.
0: It says, where did it say that? Let me see. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Custer, shut the fuck up. The song that is playing as Tamir and Mistral at first enter the Pine Tree Bar and Grill was "Crazy Arms" in the original airing. For the Blu-ray and international versions of the episode, the song was replaced by "Gently Falls" by Dave Colvin, a st- song released in 2009. What? Why? Yeah. Why?
2: Well, what's? Why? Well, what's on? Ne- if that's what's on the DVD, is does that mean that's what's on Netflix? Because that's what I. That's watch what's this on shit Netflix. On. Yeah. Yeah. That's real stupid. Isn't it? I guess they just we're hooking a friend up, some guy that yeah. had connections to the show. I betcha. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Speaking of music, right. in this scene, uh, the score, I guess, I don't know, mm. the, the the music in general started to catch my attention. Mm-hmm. And I can't quite make sense of it. Mm. Um, but 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 not necessarily in a bad way. Like it, it's hard to describe. I don't know. He must have used some kind of slightly de- like a, like a mode or something mm-hmm. where it's sort of positive and yeah. sort it sort of light but not silly, right? And uh, I, I started thinking, like, you know, this would be a difficult scene to score because mm-hmm. it's not like they're, um, you know, afraid of what's going on. Mm-hmm. It, it would have been easy to be like, boop, beep, boop, beep. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, like Chameleons right, in the country. Right. <laughs> you know, they do it, it more been real of a just kind to, of you know,
0: suspense like, Whoa.
2: Yeah, there's a suspense to it, and then, like, it just kind of, like goes back <laughs> into light. It's so it's a really interesting score. Yeah. Um the, the the music like that throughout this episode. Um there's something almost Firefly about it.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't care, I'm
2: still free. You can't get this guy from me.
0: No, that's fine. Have you ever gone into a small town diner or bar and been stared at in this way?
2: Yeah. Really? Well not... Not that much, right. but yeah, I've definitely um, played Podunk Nowheresville, <laughs> and me and my band walk in, and we look like we're fucking aliens. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> okay, happened. Okay, <laughs> Matter of fact, th- it's, this started to remind me of a gig in Virginia. Uh-huh. We had something fall through, and then we were able to find a, a show in the middle of nowhere in Virginia on like a Monday night or something. God. And the venue was was actually cool, you know. I mean, it was a last minute thing, and they were just like, "I don't know, give you a little bit of money, give you some food or something, kind of that kind of thing." And uh, but yeah, we walked in just
0: looking like fucking aliens, (laughs) long hair, black t shirts.
1: (laughs) You ain't from around here, are you?
0: So they figured out they need money. They're like currency. They don't have any, so they have some peanuts and water at the bar.
2: I've also had that dinner oh, a few yeah. times. Me
0: too. Me too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Give me the martini, but like extra olives. No, like extra. <laughs> like extra. Just
0: fill the whole glass with olives. That's all I want. Yeah. Just olives and pretzel mix. <laughs> Just peanuts, d- but
2: whatever. Pick picking out those weird brown things in the trail mix <laughs> that I, I still don't know what those are, but. <laughs> Just eating the pretzels and nuts and shit. Yeah, that's been dinner more than a couple times. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Then we have our B story. Poor single mom, smart kid. Kid needs money to go to college. Um, Which is kind of, of it's almost a C story. There's like several different like alphabet stories going on. There's a dude playing pool for money and Mistral wants to play. And he's, and he's like kind of trying to do it so that they can have money and tamir gets all pissed off because she doesn't want to talk to anyone and i don't understand why she gets so pissed off like it comes off really badly it comes off as her not angry because he disobeyed orders but because she's like this naggy bitchy wife
2: yeah that energy dynamic or whatever keeps coming back
0: yeah it sucks
2: where she's like the nagging wife mm-hmm. and it also doesn't help that she's dressed like a 60s housewife. Right. Yeah,
0: it doesn't help. That is an
1: incredibly outmoded and
2: sexist attitude.
0: So the dude says if Mistral loses, Tamir has to have a drink with him. And Mistral has to talk her into it because it's better than dying of starvation, which that all that all has issues.
2: Yeah, I was wondering what you were going to what you were going to say yeah. about that scene. Where she's like, I will have to socialize with him. I mean, and you can tell it's a, it's a mix of like we're not supposed to socialize with the humans, and right. also, are you fucking kidding me? You're using ha- me as like a bet?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It does not come off well at all.
2: Also, this scene does that thing where people take one step away from the person that they're talking about and oh, just have a conversation <laughs> as if the person can't hear them. I have this happens in every that, yeah. show ever. Yep. yep, where all of a sudden you take one step away and then there's a whoosh, just Nobody dead silence. Apparently, the, how you're in the it, cone it, of
0: silence.
2: <laughs> Star Trek is definitely guilty of it. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Take one step away, go, Captain. Blah 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 yeah. blah. and then they turn back around as if that didn't happen. Right, right. Uh, but it, it's in lots and lots of shows, and it's so weird. Let's like, take yeah. two more steps and. I yeah, no make
0: some fucking effort. Anyway, whatever, anyway whatever. yeah yeah yeah. So Mistral suddenly can play like a shark and the next scene is them walking out with a bunch of groceries, including frozen dinners.
2: How are they going to cook those? <laughs> it was funny. Like it, it was like like I thought the same thing. It was like it, surely they would see that and go, "We do not have a way to reheat this." Yeah. But It's funny.
0: (laughs) So I'm like,
2: I'll let it go. Because he's like, hmm, cryogenics or something? Yeah, because they don't
0: have a fridge at their camp. So how are they going to keep it cold? And no, Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'm just.
2: It's only logical to put it inside the fire.
0: Yes, I guess. That's
2: where the heat is. (laughs) I do like the idea of none of them being able to cook. That actually is funny to me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea. Um, so back in the future, Ron and Harry don't believe Hermione's story, but she's like, if you don't want to hear the rest and, you know, and like stands up to leave and they're like, no, 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 no. We want to hear it. We just, we just, you know, we're just being jerks, which they are. So then the story goes that they needed jobs. So they get all get menial labor jobs. Tamir is a barmaid. Strawn, the other dude, is a plumber using his Vulcan gadgets to fix things, which I loved
2: yeah that was really great
0: loved that and then Mastral is a coal miner should we talk about who these dudes are absolutely because I have no idea who are these dudes so J. Paul Boehmer uh, who plays Mastral was the Nazi SS dude in the killing game where uh, he like impregnated
1: um, Bolana. I'm detecting another life sign where? inside Lieutenant Torres
2: could be a parasite. That's him! Yeah.
0: He was in uh, the Voyager episode Drone as one, like the super hyper-advanced Borg guy. Okay. okay. Who like comes over to their side and is really nice. Um, and then he is vornar in an episode of ds9 t- tacking into the wind i don't remember that and then he's a nazi later too <laughs> so he's really good at being a nazi <laughs> 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 uh, yeah he's a lo- he's a nazi in two episodes of uh, of enterprise much later so that's that guy that's uh, Mastral. and then he's also been in a couple of star trek video games oh very cool very cool yeah that's pretty cool i yeah. mean th- none of those games are good but oh no it's fine uh,
2: I love when actors
0: keep coming back and yeah, doing do different too. stuff
2: within the Trekiverse.
0: I do too. Yeah. So the other dude, who's the plumber using the k- cool toys, um, he was in um, a Voyager episode called "Day of Honor" as Ramen? It's R A H. I know. <laughs> it's R. <laughs> <laughs> it's R A H M I N. He's very Which one is day of honor. Yeah. Very oh, wait, alien that's, that's makeup. The-
2: that's the Balana. Um, mm-hmm. that's the one where, hold on, let's see. She
0: thinks her mom's that's, dead.
2: Yeah, she goes to like, um, Stovagor, um, Yeah, pyra- well, it's like Pirate Purgatory <laughs> with her mom or something.
0: It's <laughs> yeah, totally Pirate Purgatory. Um, and then he was in the Maquis episode, or part one, he was a Maki that got, um, that like set a bomb or something, and then he got caught and tortured and was killed. Almost immediately. The Marquis are a bunch of irresponsible hotheads. They are sitting in the bar one night. The bar owner, Maggie. Of course, it's Maggie. God, that's the most uncreative fucking name ever for a bar <laughs> woman. Um, if it's, it w- I, I tell you what, though. it's,
2: it's. I feel like it's period uh, appropriate. I
0: guess, but if it was really Pennsylvania, it would be Mary or Mary Margaret or Betty.
2: Oh, that's good. I would have liked Betty. That would have mm. been... Uh, all of those would have been would have been better. Now that, yeah. now that you say it, I love that very much. Yeah. That's a good idea.
1: Support the show by signing up at patreon.com slash star trek stuff. Or leave a tip at paypal.me slash star trek stuff. Let's keep the show ad free. Except these. They don't count. Anyway, she turns off the TV as it's talking
0: about the bomb. Mistral fears for humanity. And her kid, Jack, comes up, and he looks like every fucking dude in a war movie that shows the hero a picture of his girl before the battle. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, he is just... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> boy, when I <laughs> <Doomed>. <laughs> let me tell you, when I get back, oh boy, we're gonna settle down and have <laughs> two point five children, little dog, fence. Boy, I tell you, I can't wait to get back to my guy. my
0: favorite hometown,
2: and and, the, and her name would be uh, Maggie, the, yeah, the, the yeah. girl in the black and white picture he shows. Of course, her name's Maggie or yeah. Betty or whatever.
0: So they play pool to, like, supplement his geometry homework or something. I don't know what that... Whatever. Um, but then we see the Vulc- the three Vulcans in their tiny apartment. And this is something that really bothered me. Why is it not a huge fucking scandal that she lives with two dudes? This is the 1950s.
2: Not only that, but there's a very clear way out of the awkward we are a business associates right. thing Because they look alike? Yeah. It could be her two brothers. That are whatever, stuck, and now they live there. Fuck, whatever. Because it's like, that would explain why they have the same eyebrows (laughs) and that same sort of green-tinged skin. Yeah, yeah. And the same haircut. And the same
0: (laughs) fucking Vulcan haircut. (laughs) <laughs> um, speaking of which, none of them grows any hair, by the way. Yeah. Strawn's wig looks pretty fucked up occasionally, but that doesn't mean his hair is growing.
2: I'm trying to think if canonically we have a reason to think that Vulcan's hair grows nearly as fast as ours.
0: <laughs> true. There
2: may true. be a way to wiggle out of that problem with that. <laughs> Just like, well, Vulcan's hair grows real Really slow. slow. <laughs> I mean, they age slow. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's like true. their maybe their hair and fingernails grow, grow really, very really slow. slowly. Interesting. You break a nail if you're a Vulcan, that thing is just fucked for, for like ten years. Yeah, like ten years. <laughs> you have a shitty fingernail for ten fucking years. You cannot open up a, a Sprite can. <laughs> you have to use your other finger, and it feels weird. And,
0: oh you know. God. Uh, so anyway, there, there's uh, Tamir is reading... Specifically Sprite. <laughs> Why say specifically Sprite? It was better As that way. Sprite... Much better that
1: way. As uh... if Sprite is the only one who has little tabs like that on the fucking can.
0: Uh, so Tamir is reading books super fast. Mistral is watching TV, and Strawn comes in claim- complaining about his pet humans, which is fucking hilarious. He's like, that lady... Likes me and it's gross and her son calls me Mo and argh, super funny.
2: The bit about Mo is pretty great. Yeah, uh, they have a few TV references in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Like like earlier on uh, when Florida Man is like, "What are you talking about? It sounds like something about like the Twilight Zone." Right, uh, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I love the specific reference of the Twilight Zone. Yep, and thinking that the cultural awareness of the twilight zone survived the eugenics right. wars <laughs> and
0: <laughs> and straight up nuclear war yeah right <laughs> oh my god
2: what do we know of the before times the of long ago and then somebody finds a copy of uh the twilight zone On they're able DVD. to reconstruct earth's <laughs> past
0: from the twilight zone oh my god so but Tamir wants to construct a communicator, a communicator to get the hell out of there and Strawn tells her it's impossible and she's like we have to get the fuck off this rock they are barbarians and he and Mastral's all optimistic and he's like I've been studying them and it's okay you know and he leaves to go get a better antenna for the TV because I Love Lucy is on tonight and if you're any kind of good Trekkie you should, should know how important that is to Star Trek
2: I love that they put that in specifically. Mm-hmm. I love Lucy is on tonight.
0: Mm-hmm. Fuck
1: yes.
2: The godmother of Star Trek.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally like wouldn't exist without her kind of thing. I'm I'm not a huge I love Lucy fan, but that's, you know, huge huge props to to uh to her.
1: I didn't know what to expect. Did you?
0: So, he's actually going on a date with Maggie.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm gonna go get the 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 tin foil for the TV antenna, yeah. and then uh, to is like, Don't go! Someone will see you if you go now in broad daylight. Someone will see you. One person going to right. the thing, and he's like, He's like, No, it, it's fine. And then so he leaves and he goes, and you see him get in the tr- get in a truck, yeah. And you don't see immediately who it is. You just kind of see, like, sort of the back of her head or something right. like that she drives away. And Paul is just standing on the corner, <laughs> staring, like, as this happens. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So you were like, no, don't go there, one person. You will draw attention to the spaceship. But right. if two of us go.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. If
2: you have two people going towards a spaceship, that's... That's uh, okay. That that's fine. Yeah. Okay. That that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah. Unless she was like, that guy's fucking lying. That no. Guy yeah. Fucking no. me. I
0: think that's what it was. I think that's what it was.
2: Uh, okay. I'd like to think that. Um, to to, what did I call her? I had something in my notes for oh, to
1: Because
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just kept calling her. I forgot her name, yeah. so I kept calling her grandma in yeah. my notes. <laughs> or, because I wasn't going uh, to have it transcribe great grandma. So I was like, uh, old."
0: That's good. Tipold
2: just thought eh, that guy's full of shit. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm going to go with that because she couldn't have been that fucking stupid.
0: So they arrange for another date, him and Maggie. Um, and they talk about Maggie's husband. Like he left without any word and he's not helping with the kids' college. And they're becoming friends. And then she kisses him and he tells her that it was very pleasant. And that's that. Always does not turn out well saying shit like that. <laughs> and then Tamir, to Paul, <laughs> to Pold, is standing across the street like fucking Jason in Friday the 13th. Like she is staring <laughs> them down. Her feet are like planted like far apart and she's just like, Ugh. like she looks terrifying.
2: I love the scene with them in the car
0: mm-hmm.
2: because it was. Kind of awkward, yeah, and that's kind of how that situation would be. Like she's, you know, kind of into him. He has no idea, no but, clue no, whatsoever, no. right, right, or or what to do if he knew that she was. Like, he, yeah, exactly. He's basically uh, data on that planet where <laughs> the nerd girl <laughs> fell for him, yeah. and she just kisses him, right. <laughs> Very much so. It's kind of like that. But I love this. I thought they were both just fantastic in that scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were. Yeah, kudos to them. They were were both so good. There were a lot of times in this uh, episode where our Vulcans are emoting a little bit too much, Mm -hmm. where they're kind of pushing the envelope. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely him included. He Mm -hmm. has a a few times. But he's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is really good. So man, I, I gotta, I, I can't get on him too much for mm-hmm. when he does stuff like that's on backwards. You know, like in the, like that's what's in the subtext. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, instead of like your garment is on backwards, like because yeah. it's, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, she's just looking terrifying. This is she another really thing did. where she is the. Uh, the, the the housewife like get up doesn't help no I
0: think, exactly uh, it does not and and just the fact that she's you know supposedly in command which he's like in command of what there is no mission um but she's still trying to maintain that and he's just lost the tre- the thread like he's fine you know he doesn't care about that anymore so it doesn't it doesn't make her look good Anyway, so while working at the diner, Tamir decides to meditate with a candle. And the kid interrupts and they talk about meditation and plays as he wants to go. They talk about stuff. Um, And somehow this, like, changes her mind about humans, I guess. There's a scene here where
2: I think all of us that didn't go to college or went to college and got a useless degree Mm -hmm. uh, experiences. Yeah. And that's what... it just felt this scene so hard at the beginning of it. Uh, this this whole scene, really. Yeah. Where she's sweeping the floor. She's working in the service industry job. Yep. And she's just like, oh, fuck. This is it. <laughs> this is it. I'm going to wash dishes. For the rest and of my life. eat ramen. Yeah. And then, you know, drink a beer here or there and then die. Yeah. Like, that's... A lot of us have been there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That moment of like, oh God, this, this is this is it. what I do yeah. until death. Yep. And uh, I, I, I just loved the way this was kind of played. And so she <laughs> stops to just meditate. Yeah. And then the kid, and the, what's so great about that moment is that the kid comes up who is just like, all promise, mm-hmm. like everything is going everything could actually work out for me. Yeah, And yeah. then in the, talking to someone who uh, everything stopped working. Yeah. Like a ship crashed for fuck reasons. I don't know. They didn't really go into that. But uh, a ship crashed, and now my life did. And now I live in um, uh, poison
0: water, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> until I die, mm. I guess. Yep, 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 yep. That is that is definitely a feeling I have had talking to young master students. Yeah. God. Anyway, so uh, so then we see Mistral in the mines, and they're like uh, talking. He's talking to a dude. Whatever. Who cares? And then there's a mine explosion. He runs up to the crashed ship, which they show a pretty awesome matte painting of the ship like crashed into the, um, you know, into the mountain or whatever. It looks pretty good. And Mistral's looking for a phaser. I think. To help with the accident at the mine. They don't really say what he's exactly he's looking for. And he argues with them to help him because of compassion and compassions and emotions. And they don't want to contaminate the humans and back and forth, blah, 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 blah.
2: I thought it was odd that he asked them to meet him there and then find the phaser. I'm like, you didn't see their reaction to this coming? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird, man. Like, you're the one going native here. Mm-hmm. They, it's just you. They're mm-hmm. going to be like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's like, "Well, fuck you cuz these are my friends mm-hmm. and I have compassion now and the mission's over and we live here yep. and
0: Yep. I like baseball. Eat a dick." <laughs> uh. It's true, it's true. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, eat a dick. Um, so back at the mines, frenzied activity is the only way to put it. It's like, you know, you, you get those scenes, like, from the second uh, director or whatever, the second assistant director, and like, lots of action, go, 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 lots of dust, lots of lights, whatever, you know, like, that's the scene. But Tamir is helping him, is helping Mistral walk through the mine to get the trapped miners help. Like, she's standing on, like, the other side of the mountain using a tricorder to, like, guide him to them.
2: I love the tricorder. Did you notice the design on this tricorder? Yeah, yeah. It's basically the one that we see T'Pol using. Mm -hmm. But T'Pol's is, like, silver Mm -hmm. kind of, like, space age. Yeah, yeah, it's all silver. Yeah. Sort of comes to a slight more of a point. Mm -hmm. A, A subtle design difference, but, like brilliant like yeah. it it says 60s even mm-hmm. though you know, they're, they're not from earth 60s aesthetic but it still says that and I think that it's really fun and and so kudos to uh, I, sometimes man they just slam it on the prop like shit it's crazy sometimes they, they, just, they knock it out of the park.
0: yeah and sometimes they just biff it
1: like audiobooks? hate Nazis listen to the Holocaust saviors by Ryan Jenkins on audible narrated by Adam Hear the true stories of covert heroism during humanity's darkest hour. That's The Holocaust Saviors by Ryan Jenkins on Audible.
2: I think it's cool that Topold was actually helping him because it really didn't look like they were going to no. help that guy out at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, nah, fuck you. Yeah. And definitely th- that other guy, the plumber oh, yeah, guy. He was does like, not give a shit. This he's shit. gone. Yeah, he's <laughs> cannot wait to get the fuck <laughs> off of the planet. He just hates Earth. <laughs>
0: He really does. It's really obvious. Fucking
2: suck. <laughs> Get me out of here. The kid calls me Mo. <laughs> Fuck this place.
0: Um, so, so he rescues the miner and becomes a hero to the town. Which they don't go any further with that. Like they just like he's a hero, blah. And then three months go by, and you're like, can you talk more about him being a hero?
2: I like the idea of him. Just uh, walking into the bar or whatever, and then everybody's like, "Hey!" Yeah. He never has to pay for a drink, right. so he's just getting like shit hammered, <laughs> and he'll start like talking a little too much. Right. You know what I mean? Just be like, "Man, you know I like this town. I like it better than uh, um, any Tellarite town I've ever been in. That <laughs> people look like look. You ever okay? You know those pigs you got." <laughs> They look familiar. But, like, on two feet, and that's the tellerite. Right. And then,
0: like, <laughs>
2: topold comes in and goes, like, you've had enough. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I would love that. That would be awesome. I'm not drunk drunk one. So, anyway, three months go by, and they kind of, like, have acclimated. And then the communicator sounds. Like, one night, they're sitting there, and the communicator sounds off. And so they're going to be re- rescued. Hang on. They're not going to be rihanna they're going to be rescued <laughs> in three days. Um, and Mastral doesn't want to go. Like, it's really obvious that he's going to be the one to go, fuck no, I'm not going. Dude is going full bamboo. He's gone native. Full bamboo?
2: Yeah, that's what they used Weird. to say in Vietnam when a soldier would just be like, no, life back home sucked. That's why I joined the army and yeah. uh, fuck this. And so it just, like, go AWOL wow. and go live in a Vietnamese village somewhere. And like marry a Vietnamese lady yeah, yeah. And, li- and live there forever. That's, that's what they called weird. it going bamboo. Because you disappear into the jungle.
0: Well, yeah. Understandable.
2: I'm done. Yeah. Well, fuck this.
0: <laughs> Surprised there are not it, a lot of those men.
2: There were. And yeah. then they, they were like, I'm not going back to Carbon Creek, Pennsylvania. No. <laughs> no. I'll stay right out here. Yeah. And I
1: like it here. Get to do what you want, nobody fucks with you. The only worry you got is dying. And if that happens you won't know about it anyway. So what the fuck, man?
0: The next scene is Tamir is sweeping the parking lot.
2: That was weird.
0: Why is she sweeping the parking
2: lot? I mean, like if you gotta clear out the parking lot, you sweep Fine. it out into the street. Yeah, or you use a rake. Well, concrete, I don't know. <laughs> I've tried that. That's annoying. It's very loud. There's no no good way to do it unless you have a blower. And I don't think that they invented (laughs) blowers yet at this point. No, they definitely don't. She's sweeping the pine needles just like into piles, I guess. (laughs) It's it's very weird.
0: (laughs) But then Jack pulls up in the second family car.
2: Oh, I didn't even notice the vehicle he was Right,
0: So she was driving around, Maggie was driving around in a green truck. He pulls up in a red, like, coupe. And I was like, why the fuck do this family, this two-person family, have two cars? Huh, Okay. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so they talk about her leaving, and he's all, you know, I'm going to miss you, and she's like, I don't, I won't, um, and he's like, not going to be able to college because they couldn't come up with the rest of the money, and he's fucked, and he's like, oh, I might go next year, and I'm like, no, you won't, <laughs> you'll no, no you won't, you'll knock up some girl. Anyway, um, so can I just say how little, yeah, her hair still hasn't grown at all, and this is supposed to be three months later. This is well, this is three months. Not total.
2: It's mm-hmm. three months after the accident, mm-hmm. after the after the cave in in the mine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm gonna go with their hair uh, and really nails awesome. grow grow slowly. I'm gonna go with that. Or like, she
0: or she's been cutting her own hair.
2: Entirely possible. Um, I would think though, because they were really just using their hair to cover their ears, which is like which is like,
0: dude, that is. Exactly. Risky when
2: your hair's that short. Yeah,
0: yeah. Especially like in a windy day, like you're fucked. Yeah, you're totally fucked. The one windy
2: day, you're fucked. The one guy, the guy who's like, "Fuck it, I live here now." Uh, <laughs> he wore like a beanie all the time, uh-huh.
1: and then when he was at uh-huh. work,
2: he had the the, the 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 hard hat on. Yep. Yep. So you know, okay, but yeah, the other two were just like, "Nah, will do it. It's fine." Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man. It's your hair Somewhere. moves. That is a uh-huh. characteristic of hair. Yeah, <laughs> it, it can move.
0: Yeah, it bothered me.
2: Yeah, so he's like, no, everything will be fine for me, and it won't. And so, yeah. Topold is like, "Fuck this, man! I got an idea, and this is amazing."
0: So she is. She, it's a, it's a it's a really good plot point. It, it's incredible. Uh, she gets on a train. Well, she goes to the ship first yeah, she and is rooting around, and she finds something. And they don't really show what she what she picks up. And then she goes on a train.
2: Yeah, then she's on this train and then goes to, apparently, Pittsburgh. We see a little sign where... Oh, um, I
0: missed that. Okay, It was just
2: on the side of the building that she walks into. Because gotcha. I was like, the f- mm-hmm. where the fuck is she? And then you see it when she's yeah. leaving. Um, yeah. And then just... Wordlessly says to this guy who, who's like, "So you got an invention?" She just yeah. sh- shows him Velcro, yeah, and he just like shits his pants, like, "Oh my fucking god!
0: Oh my god, this is amazing!" Um, it was invented by a ga- guy named George D. Mastral. All
2: right, I'm going to assume that that's the guy who's being played here in the in mm-hmm. in, in Pittsburgh. Was 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 George no, D. Mastral no- in Pittsburgh?
0: No, no, I don't think so. Okay. But uh, Mastral was his last name, and the other dude that oh my she's God. with is Mastral. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's adorable. I love that. That's fun.
2: <laughs> that's such a sweet thing. Uh, I love that so much. This is not yeah. the first time people have been like, hey, here, dumb humans, have a technology. And right. Star Trek Four is a great scene.
0: Oh, the, I know,
2: and I love that it's the same thing is happening, sort of. I mean, there's no time travel mm-hmm. in in, in, the, in this story, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, the same thing is happening. But in Star Trek IV, it's kind of famous for its dialogue, where Oh yeah, Scotty is doing the bit where he's talking to the computer, and then Hello computer, yeah, that whole thing, and then he's like. Um, Scotty, should we be showing this guy transparent aluminum? And Scotty's like, uh, eh, how do we know he didn't invent the thing?" And you know, that's, yeah, exactly. That's all good bit shit. And like with this, it's the opposite. She just walks in, and he's like, "I hear you have something for me." She just opens and closes Velcro like twice, yeah, and then hands yeah. it to him, and he goes, "Fuck he's me, uncle. running." Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's really it's fun. amazing.
0: And somehow she walks out of the office with the money.
2: That seems really odd. That dude. Has a ton of cash on yeah. hand. That is a on lot hand. of cash to, to just have in a drawer yeah. at a manufacturing yeah. company's office.
0: Well, it's not In even a—is ma- it a manufacturer? It's not a patent office?
2: No, it's a manufacturer because that's what's on that sign.
0: Oh, I missed that part. I couldn't see that. It, okay. It, oh, okay. That makes much more sense. Okay.
2: It had some kind of name or whatever and yeah. on it for manu- so-and-so manufacturer something. Gotcha. Then-
0: okay. So, the, so she just basically sold them— the here here have this and just give me three hundred dollars or whatever
2: yeah she, yeah she was probably like I'll, I'll tell you exactly how to manufacture it and what materials gotcha. you need and shit like that because you know whatever um yeah. yeah so yeah now uh jackie can learn to uh learn to fly he's gonna yeah. everything's gonna be great for him <laughs>
0: So, yeah, she and she puts the the money anonymously in the jar, which is very sweet.
2: With every scene with this kid, Jackie, there is an opportunity for the Vulcans to go, you have to exchange currency for an education.
0: Yeah. Tell me about it.
2: (laughs) I feel like there's a lost opportunity there. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a whole big scene. It doesn't have to be a whole big speech. But just to... To to be like they would would deny you education because you do not have currency. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 That really, really should be
1: said. Business bad, fuck you pay me. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you pay me. Place got
2: hit by lightning,
1: huh? Fuck you pay me.
2: Guys, like I'm gonna stay here, fuck it. I'm gonna gonna stay on on this this planet because everything is about to be awesome. The sixties are about to pop off and shit's gonna be wild. And looking back, you go, yeah, but then the 70s, which is like meh, and then the 80s where everything takes a horrible dark turn, (laughs) which leads us to now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and Tamir thinks it's about Maggie, and he's like, no, it's not about her. It's it's about studying the people. He wants to go all over the world, which I actually really appreciate that they could have so easily made it this kind of cheeseball romance between him and Maggie. And they didn't, and I like that. I like that a lot. It was much more about his curiosity and his desire to learn. I, I really liked that.
2: Someone could be ungenerous and be like, well, he was bullshitting about that. He just wants to bang Maggie or whatever. But, I mean, I that, but that doesn't, I, I, I agree with you. I think that your yeah. uh, read of that is correct. But for a second, I was like, oh, he's just like in love with the lady at the, thing Uh, oh well
0: nah because the thing about it is he he kind of um during that scene right before the explosion he basically says he doesn't he's not interested that way you know he's like no i don't think i'm gonna hang out with her anymore or something like that i can't remember what it was
2: the scene before the explosion um was something really interesting because the guy who was his friend, whatever, uh, work buddy, The pool shark guy. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other pool, the other pool shark guy was like, "Hey, man, come on out. Well, we got some uh, baseball tickets. We're gonna go have some fun." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Uh, no, I can't." And then the guy is starting to say, "Hey, uh, how come you don't come hang out anymore?" Even Maggie exactly. said, "You don't come around." And then, boom, the thing explodes. Mm-hmm, and I thought that mm-hmm. was really interesting because even after. Uh, he'd been like, "Yo, this mission is over. Like, we're stuck here. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm. I don't need to listen to you as a commander anymore because shit is over with." Right. He still went back and like ended up following her orders.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So I thought that was a little weird.
0: It may have also been like he f- kind of figured out that like he doesn't want to get involved with Maggie. You know, like he doesn't want to get that that kind of involved.
2: Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. He he may have after a few drinks, said something like, yeah, I only bang once every seven years. And she's like, that is not a dry spell <laughs> I'm willing to endure.
0: No, yeah, no, uh uh-uh, no. <laughs> or he may have realized, like, his strength or, you know, something, I don't know, whatever. The Vulcan ship lands, and it's only Tamir and Strawn. And she straight up just lies and tells them that Mastral is dead along with the captain. And Strawn just kind of like is in, but it's slightly behind her, and is like his eyes are like really. Big. He's like, you mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can <could> tell he, <laughs> he wasn't, he didn't know that she was gonna do that, you know.
2: He's like, how <laughs> so, are you doing this? Just shocked <laughs> yeah. at the the uh, at an actual lie coming out of her yeah. mouth. Just be like, yeah, hey, it's super
0: you're... like so, like. Should I stay quiet about
1: <laughs> You lied.
2: I exaggerate. There's a really smart little cost-saving measure in this scene. Did you notice it? Not
0: really. What do you mean? I mean the the su- the, sh- the set was really small.
2: Yeah, but what wasn't on the set?
0: Oh, the ship. The ship, yeah. (laughs) They just showed like a light.
2: Yeah, yeah, you see the ship land, and then you don't see, you know, the uh, ladder or the steps or anything. Or anything,
0: anything. yeah, it's just a bright light from the side. A
2: light on the left side of the screen that they walk out of. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, man, that shit's (laughs) genius right there. That is awesome. That's totally what I would do. Be, like they're sitting go "Okay, well, well, maybe they come down these steps. Some, well, I think we have some steps around." Somebody goes, "Just fucking put a light. Just put a light. Then, <laughs> it's awesome. That's it. That's all you need. You don't need more than that. Just, it, just yeah. a big light and put it over there and point it that way. They walk out of it. That's that. That's it. They just <laughs> that's all we need. Yeah. from the side. Who,
0: who gives a shit? <laughs> it's awesome. Very E.T. Just a big light. To the light, baby. Back on the Enterprise, she's finished the story, obviously, and trip is freaking out, like he does, about everything. wild. His whole routine is, God, man, what the. God damn it, what the fuck? You know. Do, that's, do what now?
1: Yeah, do exactly. Do what now?
0: No, no, I, that, that's what, not a footnote. That's like fucking finding out that Neil Armstrong didn't land on the moon, and then she's like did he? (laughs) (laughs) I loved that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm not saying we didn't go to the moon. I'm not saying we faked the moon landing. I'm just saying, that's what I'd have done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're Richard Nixon, right? They spent all this money because JFK got high and, and, was, and was like, was are going to go to the moon? <laughs> Fuck those commie bastards. And then you're sitting there just going like, Jesus Christ, it's going to cost a zillion fucking dollars. And then some intern in the White House just goes, what if you just made a, mo- made a movie and told them that you went? And then he's like, Jesus Christ, that kid's now my new number one. He's going to break into the, the Watergate Hotel and bug it for me. <laughs> Fuck me. This kid's going uh, places.
0: Yeah. And that total. kid
2: was Dick Cheney. Yuck,
0: yeah. yeah,
2: <laughs> Or Donna Rumsfeld. Pick your pick, pick. Take your pick.
0: Take your pick of evil Darth Vader assholes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But, so, but sh- what's great is, though, she keeps saying, I told you a story.
1: <laughs> like, she's, like,
0: totally saying... It could all be bullshit, and I kind of love her for that.
2: There, w- there was a part of me that was hoping that that is how like the episode would end, like where it's ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, is she? F-? He's like, but you did go to Carbon Creek, and she's like, yeah, because geology. it's it's like no (laughs) no
0: but then she goes to her room and pulls out her great grandmother's purse which why the hell does she have that on the ship
2: it is a very uh, sentimental kind of thing to bring or what if she went there and got it what if it was Ooh. still in carbon? Cre- that's that's fucking stupid. Never mind. It'd be <laughs> it'd be super old. It would like have rotted and fallen apart. <laughs> Where would it have been in car? Right. Like yeah. Like mind. how
0: would she have saved it? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. But it would have been so cool if she... That that's, it would have been. That would have been cool. But that's not what happened.
2: So and she did. Wait, uh, topold didn't have it on her. When she walked into the <gasps> light, you're right. She just had like uh, her h- human clothes on. <gasps> Maybe she went to Carbon
0: Creek to get it. Yes! Oh my god! It was preserved yeah, yeah, somehow. Totally.
2: Yeah, Topholz left it there for future generations, oh, which is illogical and a bad idea. But you know, yeah. fuck it. I mean, look, that's not the only plot hole. How the fuck did they understand <laughs> what the humans were saying <laughs> in the first right? place? Right? Yeah. There's no universal translator.
0: The humans didn't have universal translators, but I'm sure the Vulcans did. That's
2: where there's no badges because that's what that's what they use is the badge to do the universal translator, right? Or uh, Hoshi's little gadget.
0: Later on, it's it's implanted. What implanted in your head?
2: Okay, 200, 200 years before all that, though.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't. It's they mm. they, they they
2: just is one of those sci-fi things where they're like, fuck it. Yeah, obviously someone had to have thought of that and then they just shrugged and kept going. Like, yeah, s- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I want to...
0: uh uh-huh. Yeah.
1: We are and hope to remain listener-supported. If you're an... enterprising fan, we'll advertise your small business. Tell us about your plucky dream in an email to wearestartrekstuff at gmail.com to get started.
2: And then that that was the episode where yeah. where Rick Berman was like, no, no, it should have a definite wrap up. And also, can we get some foot shots of her in her pajamas? Right. That'd be real yep. cool, actually. Let's let's yep. Yep. let's yep. do that. Uh, and then that's it. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah, get and then righteous guitar solo and then <laughs> and then have to go and press the button on the thing to make it stop from going to the next episode cuz I'll watch that uh-huh. after after we record this. Um yeah, so what what did you think of this episode?
0: It's not my favorite. It's not one that I go back to, you know. I mean, it's it's okay. It's better than I remember it being, but Basically, I just don't care about it. It didn't really. It certainly doesn't move the plot forward as far as character development of any, you know, any of our mains. Um, it's really just kind of a side story, and meh, you know, like if it was a side story that that contained our main cast, that would be different. But it's not. It's just. A, it's just this like. Here's a cheap set. It's already made. Let's do it there. You know, I didn't like that. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's kind of like that episode of Voyager, uh, where uh, she's Janeway's talking about her her great grandmother or whatever, and it's like that weird like 1990s story about uh, some kind of big clock or something.
2: That one's yeah. cringe. Yeah, yeah, that one sucks. Yeah.
0: Whereas it's kind of like that.
2: Yeah, where they're like gonna. Build a mall or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that sucks. Mm -hmm. That one sucks.
0: It's not quite as bad as that, but it's kind of like on that level. Like, who cares?
2: Okay, fair enough. I I found myself really liking it. Um, I I remember that there was an episode where I was like, was it like the Vulcans go back in time or something? And right, T'Pol is playing somebody else or whatever. I I couldn't remember exactly what happened, Um, but. I kind of thought of this as just sort of like a fun episode.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's not one to like worry about too much,
0: it, um, right? And right, th- certainly
2: objections for it are brought up in the episode. Like Trip just going, <laughs> yeah. going like, well, what? Uh, well, that that breaks
0: canon, You know, <laughs> basically is <that's> what, <laughs> yeah. what his thing is. But uh, but I think that it works. What cracked me up though is when I was looking at the notes. Um, like for the on the memory alpha page, and there's this page where it's like, despite Tucker's shock at the revelation that extraterrestrials had visited Earth more than a century before official first contract, extraterrestrials had visited Earth, Earth even further back from that. Who mourns for Adonis in TOS, Plato's stepchildren in TOS, the uh right. animated series, How Sharper Than a Tucker. Ta- uh, Sharpens Serpent's Tooth, Voyager Tattoo, uh, the Greek gods, the Plutonians, wow. Khan, wow. Sky Spirits. Like, this is, like, like n- nonstop. Like, there is a page of, like, different references to other episodes that, like, totally, you know, Guinan. In San Francisco, you know, like the, the
1: oh, Davidian right. yeah. time travelers
0: in that, you know, like the the other dude Q visiting during the 17th, 19th and 20th centuries. Like oh, there's yeah. so many times when like this happened that's, and you're like, oh, God,
2: God, that's so true. There's a billion times that this happens. That's yeah. completely true. And then, true. of
0: course, the Ferengi at in Roswell, you know. Oh, yeah. The fucking that's a, which is another like <laughs> screwballs. Fuck it,
2: fun episode. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. That's just a fuck it episode, and this is Mm kind of like that. It's not as as the Ferengi episode where they go to Area Fifty One, but like, yeah, it's (laughs) I don't know. So I I I like the episode. Um, There's clearly issues with it and stuff that they could have done a little bit better here and there. Uh, but I, I, I enjoyed it, which brings me to the next question, which for me you mm. answered because you brought brought up all those episodes. Uh, right. But does it Trek? Did it feel like you were watching Star Trek? Where Was it part of the did – it, did it feel like Enterprise wasn't fucking up?
0: Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, this is definitely a um, – well-used kind of uh, plot device and everything. Um, you know, the the alien trying to get along on Earth uh, was good. How about the b I feel like that's really similar to the Beatles. Do you have a band name? Well, Carbon Creek itself sounds like
2: a, um, a Weekend Warrior band of coal miners. <laughs> it, it sounds like a band that would be from Appalachia. Carbon Creek's going to play the VFW hall. They're going to play yep. some um yeah 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 play some country tunes and stuff. So yeah. Carbon Creek itself uh I think works pretty well and uh-huh. I guess I'll just go with that because I couldn't think of another another one I couldn't
0: think of anything. I tried so hard. I was like I, I was like pulling stuff out of my ass and I was like, "Nope, that's dumb." You know, <laughs> like nothing nothing worked for me.
2: The character I keep thinking about is the kid Jackie Mm-hmm. Uh, when you are a creative type or an intellectually curious type and you live in podunk shitsville, yeah. you just feel like dying every day. You feel like you yes. are dying every day, actually, I should yeah. say. Yeah. So the, It's really rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about that on the show before. You know, it's, it's hard, but if you can, get out. <laughs> get out. Get the fuck out. Don't get stuck. <laughs> Don't get pregnant. Don't just... Yeah. Concentrate on saving what money you can and set a goal just for. Get
0: the fuck out. Yeah. A
2: place, the nearest cool city, whatever. Just.
0: Yeah. Go don't- to college, whatever you have to do. Go to college and finish college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't just go. Actually finish and get a degree. Let
2: that shitty town and its shitty job stay in the back of your head as a threat. Yeah. Let it be the. Um, guy on the back of the sled
0: mush and you're a dog in the front (laughs) yeah yeah totally don't go back there man don't go back because you don't have to you don't have to we believe in you so many people feel so obligated to go back because like their family's there or whatever you don't have to don't let anybody fool you into believing you have to go back you don't
2: we believe in you you can do it (laughs) we're your family Uh, now star trek (laughs) stuff podcast (laughs) send us an email nephew or niece (laughs) or whatever yeah we are Star Trek Stuff at gmail.com.
0: Uh, non Trek recommendation?
2: So I just started this show, and I don't even know how I'm supposed to say it. If I'm supposed to say it like Pen15 or just Penis, because that's clearly <laughs> the actual name of it. Uh, it's on Hulu, and it's pretty funny. We, we watched the first episode last night and just cracked up, and it was a good mix of like the cringy humor and yeah. the just funny kind of stuff and the churning up of old traumatic experiences but being able to laugh at them a bit yeah uh, because it's about middle school and middle school is horrible it's really awful and if you're in middle school and you're listening to this for some reason i just i don't think that middle school would would be our target but hey if you're out there (laughs) and if you're a middle school trekkie checking out early 2000s tv shows um It's gonna be okay. You're going to get through it. Yeah, but the show itself stars two comedians playing they're like they're adults, but they're playing themselves at that age, and they're the only ones that are adults playing uh, middle school. Oh wow! Everyone else, so all the
0: other actors that are kids
2: are actually kids. They're actually kids, and it makes it really like weird and uncomfortable when like one of the girls is just like crushing on this boy or something and she's like he's so pretty (laughs) and he's a child like he's (laughs) he's insane that's awesome really is in seventh grade (laughs) 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 so it's it's a little weird uh like that but it, it was funny i mean it was still funny so yeah i saw one episode and i'm just gonna go ahead and say yeah i think it's worth checking out so penis p and i pn15 however you yeah, yeah I've, I don't know. I've seen it, yeah. What ab- what about <laughs> you? What's your non trek recommendation?
0: I have a I have a like half an hour comedy show too. Um, I had not. I'd kind of put it off, and I was like, search around for something funny the other day because I was like, these past three weeks have just been torture. And I really like um, all of the actors on this show. It's AP Bio.
2: Okay, yeah, that does have a good it's, cast.
0: Really, really funny. Like, and I'm really uh, I'm really happy about the fact that there are sitcoms now that are not a uh, fat, funny guy, beautiful, bitchy wife, and kids. Oh thing. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. like I'm so tired of that trope. And like this, this is definitely not in that trope. It's really, really, really funny. Hope for the future. Oh, the next episode is a Reed-centric episode, but it's also all about some other cool-ass shit. I'll check it out. It's one of my favorite episodes.
2: Oh, seriously. All right. Well, now Mm. now I'm
0: super intrigued. All right. Well, cool.
2: Hope you guys are digging the new music, changed it up a bit. We're we're now using music from Maximum Busy Muscle, so if you want to check that out, go to MaximumBusyMuscle.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Make sure you become a patron. Patreon.com forward slash Star Trek Stuff. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't want to do the monthly thing, just kick us a few bucks here and there. Mm-hmm. Our PayPal is at Star Trek Stuff or PayPal.me forward slash Star Trek Stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give us, give it, give us, give us money.
0: Give us money. Money, please.
2: Alright. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Bye. Bye.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. All right. Well, cool,
2: cool then. Great. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool. <laughs> I oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I love Day of Honor. I can't wait to get get to that on the rewatch. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm nowhere near that right now. Yeah. I'm on like season two or
0: something. Cool. You're so. Oh god. You're still dealing with the fucking Kazon. Oh.
2: The, oh, oh yeah. God. We're we're thick. We're with the whole Seska Kazon thing. <sighs> Seska yeah.
0: Seska is no gold ducat. That's all I can say. You know, she is no gold Ducat. Anyway. um, It's
2: such a perfect Voyager thing because it's like, uh, she actually is a cool, she is kind of a cool villain. Right. She presents a unique threat. Yes. In her knowledge of the Federation, the Maquis, and then she makes... uh, Chicote's neck baby <laughs> like like that just happened i just saw I that episode That's where because she, so w- she just sticks oh, that dude with tonight? a needle like three feet long like down <laughs> his spine and then made a baby out of it like she, she's like i'm oh. pregnant and it's yours fucker and like that is an awesome villain and right then it just
0: it just peters out yeah like, yeah yeah and then it's oh, not yeah. his baby you know, spoiler. Oh, right, yeah. They're, yeah. they're just like... Not really his No, no, baby. no I've,
2: I've seen it, but it was a while back. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it just... Oh, God, it's terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Uh so... Oh, actually, one of my favorite diners in the area is um, uh, the Jefferson House. Mm-hmm. And it's this uh, little house turned into a diner kind of thing at, out in jefferson georgia yeah and uh it's really good it's actually a really good restaurant <laughs> and their t-shirts are hilarious because it's just tons and tons of print on the back right like it'll it'll just have a little logo like in the front and then the back is like jefferson house the best food and then like the phone number gigantic <laughs> and it'll be like come on down get you some chicken fried steak <laughs> And just, it just keeps going. And you're just reading this shirt like, why? This cost you money. Like, why did you? It just keeps going with, like, more slogans.
0: <laughs> that is it's awesome. Like... I love it.
2: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, highly recommend the chicken fried steak because it actually is
0: fucking awesome. All right. All right. Uh, um, yeah. So, anyway. They are absolutely just a boogeyman.
2: And it's still happening. They always have. There's still a uh, a story out there that the Cubans, the evil commie Cubans, have developed a microwave laser ray that makes oh, yeah. you sick with like cricket sounds or
0: something. <laughs> Get, the here, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man! Get st- the fuck out of here! And it's and it's like not just in Cu- in the Cuba like uh, consulate; they're like f- 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 supposedly experiencing this all over the place. <laughs> sure. Uh huh. <laughs> Is is that why they get all upset if you break spaghetti in half? Yeah, when you go to cook it.
2: Yeah, and God help which you if is you fucked rinse up. It. Don't
0: fucking do that.
2: I mean, if all you got to work with is a very short pot, you know, I don't know, maybe. But no. no, no, nah, no. fuck it. Yeah, no. no, no, no. You're right.
0: Never break your pasta. Anyway, um, so in fourteen
2: hundred and ninety-two, <sighs> Columbus sailed the ocean blue. It says so in the song. In the Bible. (laughs) So first there was Moses, right? And he invented electricity. (laughs) And then Jesus came along. And then we don't really pay much attention to him, but he real good. And then. He drank wine. And he, yeah, he was. And then (laughs) he had long hair. And then the Founding Fathers. He a white guy. And then Columbus sailed ocean blue, and that's, that's American history right there.
0: Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Jesus was white. Jesus was
1: very, very white. Blue eyes. Um, anyway. Welcome to Star Trek Stuff with Anne and Adam. It's a small-town throwdown.